And we are recording. All right. This sets a record for the most people ever on one of these Square and Compass podcasts. We have got, let's see, let's get all the names right. We have got Abby. She's the one in charge. So we're talking to her a fair bit, I'm sure. Uh, Kylie, Elise, Carson, Ireland, and Jeremy. Did I miss anybody from that list? Cassidy. Cassidy. <laughs> sorry about that, Cassidy. And you're the, you, I should remember you because you, um, when I was Worshipful Master, uh, my first year, so in 2015, you actually came to Windsor Lodge when I was Worshipful Master and did a whole, um, like a, a whole rainbow presentation for all the, the guys uh, there. At the yeah, time. I remember that. You made us look bad because you did your memory work better than any of my officers did their memory work. <laughs> we also have we also have Mom Atkinson here, who's actually the mother advisor for our group. Perfect. Hello. And yes. Uh, and Jeremy, you're also on the advisory board, correct? I'm on the advisory board. Yes. Well, welcome everybody to, like I said, the the most people on one of these, which is great because. The youth groups and the youth side of Freemasonry is not something I've covered uh, before. So I'm happy to get this chance. Um, so let's start at the beginning. Uh, what is the International Order of Rainbow for Girls? And anybody yeah. wants to take it, go nuts. I'll take that. Um, so the International Order of the Rainbow for Girls is a Masonic youth organization and uh, basically lets girls have fun while learning how to run a business meeting, public speaking, grow confidence, some social skills in there. And I've made lifelong friends because of it. Um, we like we do lots of service work and stuff to that like that and we like to give back to our community. Um, it's a lot of fun, like just working with all the other girls and like getting like leadership opportunities that will help us on later in life. Um, we have Grand Assembly of the Year where we get to see um, all our Rainbow Sisters from all across Canada get to do our ritual work together. Um, so, so a lot of fun, stressful at times. Um, and we maybe get to meet some out of like country visitors, uh, make friends with them and hopefully uh, stay in contact with them for a while. <laughs> is that just in Canada or is that in the States as well that you guys travel to? Uh, we travel to the States as well because Windsor is so close to uh, Detroit and everything. So we visit uh, lots of the girls over there in the assemblies. So how have you, how is Rainbow, uh, you know, well, first, when did Rainbow, um, start at the Masonic Temple because I joined uh, in 2007. And to my recollection, uh, I don't recall Rainbow meeting at the time. I know it was around in the 50s and 60s. Was it, was it meeting, has it been meeting regularly at the Masonic Temple or um, I guess when, when, did it, when did you guys join Rainbow? When did it start up again? Um, uh, from like going through like, uh, books and stuff, I saw that they reopened that, uh, Windsor chapter in 2011, I believe 2010, 2011, but I didn't join until like two or three years later. So I'm not quite sure. And I was the first one out of all the girls here to join. Very cool. So you're the old hat. <laughs> yeah. 
you might have been the the first one to to join, but uh, I understand that at present, uh, Abby is the the one in charge. Uh, so, Abby, tell me about what that's like. What is your your office called, and what type of things do you do at trying to wrangle all these troublemakers in line? um my office is called the worthy advisor and basically I make like the plans for the meetings and I get to pick the theme and charity for like a six months but um this year we have such a small group that I actually get to go in for a year for my plan and basically um for the plan you get to like pick a theme flower quote and um, like characters for that theme and stuff. And so my theme is Candyland. And so all my things are like candy related and I had such plans and COVID happened, but I'm still making it very well. I'm still putting my theme out there. And yeah, and my charity is in honor of the ones we love, Little Ninjas, Helping Kids Beat Cancer. That sounds like a that sounds like a very cool charity, and also I support your theme one hundred percent. Any uh, any girls any girls want to go through what uh, and Jeremy too for that matter what your favorite candy is on that theme? I'll go first. I'm gonna pick Coffee Crisp because yeah, that's a bomb candy bar. Yeah, Abby, what's I, yours? Um, I would I would agree with you, but lately I've been really liking Crunch a lot. That's a good one. I support that. Um, I have to go Henry. Like it's a good mix of peanut butter, caramel, chocolate. Just makes, makes me feel so good. <laughs> um, I would say like Twix. Twix is well, Twix is good because you get two, right? That's the best part of a Twix by far. I'm a fan of um, sweet tarts. What are, what are sweet tarts? Are those those like those circle, like the lifesavers? And uh, they're just like little like circles and they're crunchy or somewhere soft and like they have little like writings or something on them sometimes, but some don't like. Cool. And anybody else? Uh, Kylie, what's your, you got a favorite candy? Um, I don't think I can pick. I like a lot. <laughs> I support that. Good answer. Well, well answered. I'm all uh, about chocolate coated peanuts. Yeah, I like those too. Everybody has mm -hmm. picked well so far. Nobody picked anything like chocolate covered raisins or anything gross like that. So well, well done. Order of rainbow. Uh, you know, how... Uh, this is for for anybody who wants to answer. But in your in your time in Rainbow, I guess, has it helped you with like what areas has it helped you with in terms of public speaking, ritual work? Just how do you find that it's it's benefited you or, or helped you in other areas? Me personally, I was really really shy when I first started Rainbow, and I'm a lot more outspoken, a lot more confident with myself and my public speaking skills. It's helped me take more leadership roles like at school and stuff like that. It's just helped me grow to be an all around uh, better person. I think personally, so I, it's helped me a lot there, and it's helped me make really good friends and stuff like that. 
Um, for me, uh, <clears throat> like a lot of the same stuff, like I'm the same as Cassidy where like it's helped, like I was like really shy and I didn't really like talk to a lot of people. Um, but also I, like I found that like it also like improved like my writing and my ability to memorize skills and like my confidence a lot too. So like there's a lot of different like uh, opportunities that like Rainbow gives you to grow your skills. Um, for me, I've never really been shy. Like, I've never really had trouble, like, speaking to people. But Rainbow has really helped me with, like, speaking properly. <laughs> if you know me, I, like, don't speak very well. <laughs> um, but Rainbow has also helped me with, like, memorization and getting my grades up, honestly. <laughs> No, I know what you mean uh, very well. I, that's the thing about, as, as you would know, and anybody else in the call who's who's uh, been a worthy advisor or in the big chair is, it's it's funny. You get, you know, you, I'm the same way. I can talk to, you know, people one-on-one -on -one or whatever it is, and it's fine. But suddenly you put up in the East and everybody's looking at you. Suddenly you got to be thinking about, suddenly everything seems a lot harder in terms of communication and speaking so the ability to do that is um yeah I'm the same way I found that it wasn't until I got to the east that I you know really understood not only how challenging it can be but how important it can be um you know not uh, running a meeting and the administrative side of it and, and how to communicate that side of it effectively so I get that 100 percent uh, Rainbows actually helped me um, get more friends because I used to only have one friend, but I have around nine now. So it's helped me get more friends. I mean, I'm still shy around people that I don't know, but I still talk a little bit more. Uh, Ireland, what about you? Anything? How long have you um, been uh, part of Rainbow? Honestly, it helped me boost up my self-confidence. I've only been in it for a year and a few months, and it already has helped me grow to be a better person. What are, um, just looking back, uh, do each of you have any particularly fond memories or, or anything you remember particularly fondly so far in your in your rainbow journey, whether it be visitations or events or charities, just things you've done? Um, for me, what my special event was probably my initiation into rainbow because when I started, I had a year in pledge. But that day, I made friends like immediately. Like with the people who I was getting initiated with, they were so kind to me and they were so nice. And I really, I'm really grateful for that because I'm still friends with one of them to this day. <laughs> um, being initiated was a big one because I got initiated with someone who was in my assembly at the time. And that was like a really good bonding moment and really helped because we only knew each other for a short period of time before that. But I'd have to say my first time going in as worthy advisor, 
um, just everyone around me helping me, telling me I can do it, even though I was super nervous and was always scared I was going to mess up or something wasn't going to go right. But having everyone there to support me, help me, and just give me the help that I needed, honestly. Um, one of, I have a couple, but either my first, like, getting initiated for slides and my first sleepover at the lodge. Um, I think that, like, one of my favorite memories in Rainbow is definitely when we go to, like, Grandy Camp. Um, like, it's so much fun, and it's just, like, one of those things that, like, it just goes by so fast, and by the time that you leave, you just want to, like, you're ready for next year already. Like, you, like, you get to hang out with all of your friends, you, like, it, and the food is really good, too. Um, like, everything there is great. If I, I can speak, feel, um, go ahead. I feel like the one thing Rumo's really done is give everyone a safe place to just be themselves and have fun while also learning abilities and uh, like gaining so many skills. And a lot of uh, like events like Grandy Camp and Grand Assembly is a place to explore friendships and have fun doing work and dressing up and being comfortable around people. I would, ooh, am I on? Yes. Yeah. I was going to speak uh, as a mother, um, the best part was the very first year when Cassidy was initiated, the older girls, to see, to see how they were accept, so accepting of the younger girls, they took them under their wing immediately and made them feel wanted and helped them have fun. And to also see the work, uh, the, the pride in their work and how well they did with their memory work and how well they ran the meeting. It was so completely impressive the very first year I went to uh, Grand Assembly. It, it's something else to see. I think we got everybody. Uh, yeah, the memory work that you guys do really is amazing. And I can speak to that as someone who's had to do a lot of memory work myself over the years and Jeremy, uh, also Mason, can can speak to how much memory work has to be done on our end. To see, you know, just people so much younger able to to pull off memory work at that high level. I mentioned at the start by Cassidy when she visited Windsor Lodge for my first uh, official visit, she had to do a whole uh, I forget the piece, but entire piece of memory work in front of a whole bunch of people in suits and tuxes and all that. But I've seen, I think most of you do memory work when I, when I visited your installations. It's really great to see. It's very impressive to see. Any, for any Masons who are watching this, uh, any advice? How do you guys do your memory work? Like, do you have any tricks for memorization beyond just practice? Any, anything that helps you guys? Um, for me personally, I like going to my mother advisor who also happens to be my mom. So it's a lot easier for me, but have her read me the work and I repeat it back. Uh, it's just like, or, uh, um, listening, like 
to like some kind of music or just having like a beat going. So if I ever hear it, it clicks in stuff like that. Um, I use the same uh, things for like studying and stuff like that. Like that has helped me for my school work too. Uh, when it comes to memorizing for me, I like to uh, like read out a sentence at a time and then I like read it out like without looking at the book and then I'll go on to the next sentence and then I'll like read that one out and then like start from the beginning and then read that. Uh, it's like a long, it's a long process, but it really helps me. It's um yeah, it's been, it's very impressive to, to see the memory work that, that you guys do. You guys put a lot of Masons, uh, myself included, to shame. So well done on your, and I'm sure that's true for Jeremy and Bill as well, not to put them on blast, but I'm sure you guys do better than they do also. Uh, Abby, the, as you know, the, as the big kahuna, the one sitting in the East, uh, I know, uh, on my end, um, you know, a lot of the worshipful masters I speak with um, and kind of the administrators have been struggling with how to maintain their meeting schedules and maintain Freemasonry during the pandemic. How have, how have Rainbow managed? Uh, you guys doing the Zoom calls, keeping in touch that way? Yeah, we've been doing Zoom calls like this. Um, we actually do it every first Wednesday at 7.30 actually. Um, and basically, I basically just plan um, games and like sometimes we have business to like actually talk about, which is pretty rare now. So it's really exciting when we do. <laughs> but uh, we've played like bingo, Pictionary. Um, yeah. <laughs> How do you play Pictionary via Zoom? Well, I guess so you just like one person is drawing and everybody else guesses yeah there's like a function on zoom where you can actually put like a whiteboard on there and so like everyone can draw and stuff and then like right. the people who guess just like yell it out <laughs> so knock on wood moving forward uh we'll be able to hopefully masons and rainbow and uh, you know all the youth groups will be able to meet in person again and we have Bill Atkinson, who just uh, just asked if he could join. So I guess he'll be up in a second. But for for now and in the future, if somebody is interested uh, in joining Rainbow, uh, or maybe a parent has a daughter they're interested in in learning more about it, how do they go about? Um, what are their criteria? How do they go about joining? All that all that good stuff. Well, you could go to like the uh, Rainbow website. Um, if they have like our uh, contact information, feel free to like contact us. We have an assembly email and stuff like that. Like we're open to talk about it anytime, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Is, what's the, uh, if I, I can't remember it off the top of my head, the, the age limit, it's um, so, pledge, so pledge is six to 11 and on your like 11th birthday or close to like after you're 11, it's 11 to 21 for rainbow. Okay, cool. And 
uh, I'll make sure to throw the website in the description for the video, but somebody wants to throw it out, what's the website people can go to for to learn more information? Uh, it's www.canadaior.org. We also run an Instagram page. Um, it's run by us girls. So like if you were to like uh, private message us, then like we could totally talk about like what we do a little bit more like depth. If you have any questions, um, we also have our Facebook link to that and like our email. And uh, Abby, if you could mention again, I know you mentioned it earlier, but the charity that you're working on this year, uh, tell us a bit about it and how people can help support that if they want to. Yeah, of course. Um, my charity is um, in honor of the ones we love, Little Ninjas, Kids Beating Cancer, which are people who have cancer and um, they meet up. I think it was before COVID, I'm pretty sure it was like, every Wednesday, I think, or a certain Wednesday of the month, like we do. And like, they do fun activities and they basically raise money to help them pay bills, uh, to help with the activities, to make their life a little more enjoyable and try to forget about cancer and stuff. And in honor of the ones we love, it's just like this big um, community of people who wanna help charities and different like charities among it. Like it's not just little ninjas, kids beating cancer. There's there's like a whole bunch. I'm pretty sure there's like one for autism. There's a whole bunch of them in there. And uh, Bill Atkinson joined. I see him. I see his name anyways. Looks like he's muted. Bill Atkinson. How's it going, sir? Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing all right. Welcome to, I was saying, this sets the record for most people I've had on the podcast. Uh, so <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, I have a Thanks question for having for us. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I have a question for uh, you and uh, uh, Jeremy. I remember uh, I mentioned this uh, to Cassidy when it was my first year as Worshipful Master in Windsor Lodge. We had Rainbow uh, come out to do a presentation uh, in front of the district deputy and, and everybody in attendance. And I remember that you talked about uh, what Rainbow meant to you in terms of continuing your family's Masonic tradition. Because I know I've had your father, Bill Atkinson Sr., on the podcast before. Um, so I guess if you and Jeremy can talk about what Rainbow means in that sense, in the sense of being able to continue the you know Masonic tradition, because a lot of people would think that Freemasonry can only extend, you know, uh, father to son, as it did in my case. But with Rainbow, right, it extends, in this case, grandfather to father to daughter. And All things that, there he is. For, for myself, it was just, just an incredible feeling to walk into a lodge with my daughters, right? Um, I walked in with my dad, I knew what it felt. So to get to feel what he felt, and the family, but um, for myself, if you include my grandparents, um, great grandfather, so like we've we're going on like six, seven generations now. Um, you know, someday hopefully my nephews will be there too. But to to sit in the bedroom with my daughters and, and continue a tradition like that, it, I can't really explain it to you. It's it's just an awesome, incredible feeling, especially uh, 
the first time you, you go to the altar and, and be, take part in one of those obligations. Um, they've seen me leave to lodge so many times as they grew up. Um, it kind of gives them a new perspective on why I'm so involved and why I leave so often too. So um, I just think as a whole, it brought the family together on just another level, right? Something we can actually do outside of hockey. Yeah, for me, it was just, uh, it was a great way to just be able to show my daughters a kind of Masonic-like experience and the rewards that come with it. And um, with Rainbow on top of that, they're learning their own leadership skills and learning how to become a better person in the end. So, which is the goal really for any Mason is just to, uh, is to be a better person. How many of, um, I know a few of you are there off the top of my head, I can't remember how many. Uh, how many uh, of the girls, uh, you girls were at the Halloween event we had, I think not last year, but the year before, 2019, I guess it would have been. The, because a few of you were, I'm trying to remember which ones. I know me and I brought a couple friends were there. Was it like the Hopkins Walking House? in the lodge yeah yeah the graveyard and stuff okay so um it was me carson elise cassidy kylie and they had some friends i think i'm pretty sure very cool i'm just saying uh, i'm just thinking about back to that because i don't know if you guys know this or not but the temple is supposedly haunted so if you guys ever see any ghosts make sure to let one of us know because they they tell us it's haunted anyways Honestly, I think I might have ran into a couple, like just like going down the hallways, like trying to grab the key off the hook to get to our room. I've definitely, definitely you, got a little spooked. Are you sure that just wasn't stuff. a Mason? That's funny. <laughs> well, it could have been a Mason from like back in the day, right? Who didn't want to leave. I don't think any of us go anywhere without like somebody with us there. It's very rare if it happens. <laughs> like it's very rare if I go around there alone. <laughs> oh, they're friendly ghosts. But speaking of the, the temple, that's something else uh, that I want to talk to you guys about is just your, your meetings at the Windsor Masonic Temple in the Red Room. I know you guys also attend uh, Thistle Lodge uh, pretty regularly. Just tell me about what you guys think about the Masonic temples, the lodge rooms, kind of how you feel when you're in them. And, and even if you remember the first time seeing them, uh, what that was like for you. Um, I personally like seeing like the history, like you can tell like the older ones and like all like the writing and scriptures up on the wall. I like seeing that. Um, when my dad was, um, I can't remember his title right now, but up in Hamilton, like in like the cathedral type thing like just seeing that like it's just sometimes it's really hard to wrap my head around like how long it's been here like other people have seen this like seen it built and everything like that like I love it like the history of it 
Uh, for me, like, I remember the first time I went into, like, the Red Room at um, the Windsor Lodge, and I was very, like, I was intimidated by it. It was very big, and there was a lot of stuff I didn't know, like, what it was. I'm still, like, a little intimidated by the Windsor one now, too, just because of, like, the size of it. The Amherst one is just a little bit smaller, and, like, I don't know, I feel closer to everybody there. <laughs> Um, for me, um, the rooms, um, lately uh, I realized that wherever we go, the rooms kind of look all the same, kind of, just like different structures on like the roofs or like taller, smaller rooms. They all look very similar and I find that very cool. Uh, uh, Ireland. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I, we meet at both temples, but going from Windsor to Amherstburg, you really see the difference in size. So I believe it was an installation or it was an initiation. We had a lot more than usual uh, amount of people come and to see all the seats on the sidelines be filled with friends and family it's really like cool to actually see the assembly room full rather than just like rows of empty seats. And it was really cool to finally see like a full assembly room. Uh, Ireland, did you have the chance to, cause you mentioned it's been, You've been a member for about a year and a bit. Have you had a chance to be in the lodge room yet? Because I feel like we closed down in March of last year. Yes, I have had a chance. Nice, cool. How is the, you know, we, we talked a little bit earlier about visitation, getting a chance to go to the States. Are you guys keeping in touch with um, your colleagues in the Order of Rainbow? Uh, you know, in Michigan, in the States, throughout Canada, through, through your Zoom, and how are they doing? Uh, yeah, we actually have, um, especially like Michigan, they have a lot of events. Um, I think right now they're planning a like Women Behind Doors event. It's, it's a women empowerment kind of thing. Um, but they also, like we do our big like grand events online now too. Um, uh, like it, this COVID thing has also like given us a chance to like go to other uh, like meetings that, I mean, other places that we haven't like been to yet. So like um, we've been, I've been to like meetings in like Nevada, um, a couple in like um, California. I know some of the other girls have too, so. Um, Cause I'm a grand representative. I get to talk to girls from all over the world and I've been in touch with Alaska a lot. So I've been to a couple of their meetings and they only have three assemblies there. So like they all meet together and it's just cool to see like um, how it's so different there from here. I, I find that really interesting. Like the different rules, dress code is a bit different. It fluctuates. It's, I find it really interesting. Um, in the summer, oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, in the summer, I recently went to Washington, Idaho's uh, Grand Assembly, and I found I found it really cool because they had like tech people, and so they actually had like 
really cool backgrounds for everyone. And like, they had like a car and stuff because their theme was retro. <laughs> I've, I've found, yeah, the, you know, the silver lining in all this has been the number of, of Zoom meetings I've been able to take part in with brethren in, uh, yeah, in Nevada or uh, Washington or just, just all over the world. So that has been uh, a nice silver lining to not being able to meet in person is, you know, more Zoom meetings with brethren you wouldn't meet otherwise, or in your case, with uh, colleagues in Rainbow. Is it sisters? Is that, would that be the term? Yeah. So outside of, of Rainbow, I know that um, a lot of uh, you girls are involved in, uh, you know, other, other things going on. Like, how many of you are involved with hockey? It's a few of you, right? <laughs> yeah, it's me, Carson, Kylie, and Ireland. Is that still going on right now? I don't, I can't imagine. Um, it was up until like December when we like shut all the way down and I don't there I don't think we're opening back up any of them anytime soon I know Tecumseh has some ice but um it's usually it's like mostly like for power tech and stuff like that which is something that certain school boards do and then any any other um I guess hobbies or, or things that you guys are involved with um outside of rainbow and how are those things going right now um, I'm gonna speak again but um uh for school um even though I wasn't at my home school this year I've been like really involved with that um like I'm a peer mentor at my school so that means like I help tutor kids and I have like I I'm working with like three grade nines over the span of this whole year making sure they're good with everything if they need help they can talk to me and like stuff like that it's been a little difficult like trying to get a hold of people without seeing them face to face and stuff like that and they don't know who I am they've never seen me because I'm not at the school but I also got to start a new school program and it was a little difficult because it was a construction class and trying to do that online is very difficult <laughs> but um yeah but it it's as good as it can be with what's going on um for me I'm in Scouts Canada um and we were up for a little bit and then we shut down for a bit. But we actually did some really cool things. Like we started on walking sticks. We started making our own canoe uh, paddles. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, I don't have too many things outside of hockey and rainbow but I do play softball and that wasn't able to happen the past year as well as I'm involved in my school marching band and because of COVID we weren't allowed to play our instruments or go on trips or anything which was really disappointing since I'm in grade eight this is my last year at my school and I wasn't able to do any marching band or anything like that. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, I, everybody's kind of just waiting for stuff to get going again. Um, 
we hopefully we can still do the marching band next year at a different school. But yeah, it's a, I know a lot of people, a lot of um, like my family members and stuff, nieces and nephews are, um, you're missing out on kind of these last opportunities before they go on to the next next thing. So that is always uh, unfortunate. But what, um, I'll start with the, with Rainbow and then I'll go on to, to the parents, but uh, for the members of the International Order Rainbow, for the girls, if there's anybody watching this who, you know, is either old enough to be a pledge or old enough to be a member of Rainbow, I guess, what would you say to them if they're interested in, in joining or interested in getting more information? What would you tell them about it? And what are some of the things that they can get from joining? Um, for me, for like pledge, I would probably tell them when you end up going to granny camp, they try to comfort you a lot. And what they try to do is try to get you to hang out with them and they comfort comfort you with like playing games with them and making coloring. And at Grand Camp there's cabins, so you share cabins with people and so you make friends during that. What I would say is Rainbow helps with a lot of different things. So I, you could tell them so many things, how it helps you with confidence and memorization, and it gives you a chance to make friends and go places, travel the world and dress up and have fun. So it's not just memory work or just um, lectures and doing the work and stuff like that. It's also making friends and having fun and traveling. And there's a lot more to it than just a ritual walking around your room. I would say is that you'll have lifelong friends. Um, your rainbow sisters are your sisters for life. Um, where they're not going anywhere. Um, even meeting people from like the other youth groups or even people from like uh, the Masons and the Eastern Star, you don't realize it, but they're always there for you you ever have a question or you need help with something like they're always there to help you and like give you a guy like giving you like a helping hand and guiding you if you ever need it and it's very um helpful and it, it means a lot i would say for uh rainbow is that people don't join very much because they don't want to wear dresses or skirts but actually, that's not really about it because I think that one of our rules is that you can actually wear dress pants to some of the business meetings. Formal, I don't think you can do that as much, but you can still wear dress pants if you're not as comfortable as wearing skirts all the time. And I would also like to say this because I feel like everyone in this our podcast that's a rainbow girl right now has talked about it to their friends and their friends think it's a cult. It is not a cult. <laughs> that good, good, good to point that out. Believe me, Masons get the exact same thing on our end. So you're not alone in that. If anybody has ever told you you're part of a cult, Masons get the uh, Masons get the same thing on our end. So thank you for clearing that up. 
not everybody's going to believe it. Uh, but that just adds to, to the mystery, you know, makes it more fun for the people who do think uh, we're part of a cult. But you're not alone in getting that. I'm sure Jeremy and, and Bill also uh, get that a fair bit, too. Or I've heard that before. Uh, did that, was that everybody? Elise, Ireland, do you have anything to add? Anything you'd, you'd throw, you'd say to, to anybody interested in learning more or perhaps joining? Um, I would definitely talk about some of my like favorite experiences in Rainbow, like Grandy Camp and the opportunities that Rainbow can give you for your future. And even now, um, just, yeah, just talking about what Rainbow can give you. And then uh, on the the old people side of the the world, to um, uh, the parents, uh, I guess the same question: If there perhaps a a mason or uh, you know a, a mother or father or an aunt or an uncle, if they know somebody, if they know a girl who'd be of age either to join as a pledge or a rainbow. What would you uh, what would you tell them? I would say it's definitely worth it for the long run. Like we've said this a lot, but it's actually very true that it actually helps you in the future and it helps you make friends. And if you go somewhere in like the US or I'm pretty sure Michigan, I mean, not <laughs> Michigan, Rainbow is in uh, a little bit of Mexico actually. And so we're all over the world. And so if you go somewhere in like the US or Mexico, there's like people that you might know from Rainbow that you could actually like text and be like, hey, you want to meet up for something at one point, even after your Rainbow future. No, absolutely. That's very true because even though, uh, like we mentioned the age range is uh, 12 to 21, that doesn't mean that once uh, you hit 21, people just stop talking to you for Rainbow, right? I'm sure that you've met many people many girls past the age of 21 who have kept in touch with Rainbow and kept their friendships going and pen pals and all that type of stuff. For myself, Cameron, uh, two, two concepts to it. One, for the benefit of the girls, one is the networking. Um, they're literally meeting people all over North America and the world for that matter um, in a huge age range. So when it comes time to go to school or start looking for jobs or you know, just expanding, or if you end up moving across the country, there's a chance you can find somebody that you've already met. Um, next to that would be the leadership skills that they've learned, and just the confidence to talk to people in general. Um, I, I'm looking at six girls on the screen, and you know, before Rainbow may not have done what they're doing right now, whether it's in on a computer or not. So the confidence that it's given to to go to strangers and speak to strangers and the leadership skills is where I would start. But on the other side of it, for the adult and the advisors, my network has expanded greatly and the friends I've made because I'm in Rainbow. Um, the women and men that I've met from all over. And, you know, when I was uh, installed in Hamilton, the amount of people that were there because I'm part of Rainbow just blew me away. And um, as much as my daughters have made friends for life, so have I. So 
I actually get just as much out of going to Grandy Camp and all these other assemblies and meeting the adults. And, and I mean, the girls too. Um, I just, it's just a thrill over and over to meet the girls and the parents. And um, so to, to, for the adults that might want to come out and be a part of it with their children, there's so much to gain. And it, it, for myself, sometimes I feel guilty. I think I might get more out of it than my daughters do. I really do. And I think that that is a very, that, that's a good spot to, uh, to end it. But I do want to just take a moment to say thank you to uh, the entire, well, uh, at least the Windsor, or is it, is it the Windsor chapter or Essex chapter? We are the, the, the Fort Assembly. The, the Ford? Yeah, the Fort. Fort. Like Fort Malden. That, okay, I thought you said Ford, which I guess I was thinking car companies, right? The Fort. Mm -hmm. the, the Fort Assembly of Rainbow, because you guys have, uh, you know, you were there for my first official visit, a few of you, but also for our cornerstone ceremony at City Hall. Uh, you guys were in attendance and also at the open house we did a few years ago you guys were in attendance for that so um you know thank you guys so much for for supporting the masonic temple and kind of our, our district events uh it always adds a lot when you guys are present and it's a good reminder to to the masons uh right that freemasonry is more than just a particular lodge or their lodge there's a lot of concordant bodies and uh youth groups that are part of the Masonic family as well. So thank you guys so much for that. And from a worshipful brother to the worthy advisor, Avi, thank you for bringing your fort uh, onto the podcast and wrangling them all down. I know how hard it is to keep an unruly group of people in some type of, of order. It's not easy. So thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. All right, and with that, I'll just take a moment to thank this episode's sponsor, which is Masonic Supply Shop in uh, Alberta. I'll put their picture up on the screen and their contact information in the description, but they provide some really excellent Masonic regalia and Masonic uh, memorabilia, both for your lodges and individuals. And with that, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Bye, thank you for having Bye. us. Bye. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Mm -hmm. Nice talking to you. Yeah.